Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast about helping you get unstuck in the areas of faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility in the hopes of inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm your host, Jerry, and in just a moment, Nelson Tressler is going to join us. Nelson is the founder of a company called Six Months to Success. They help people put together, actually, they created an app that helps you partner with somebody else to achieve your goals with penalty or with celebration. Now, the other cool thing about Nelson is that he is the author of a book called The Bad Sperm Club. And you're like, what? What does that mean? Is this a little too raunchy for your show, Jerry? No, this is more about the life you're dealt when you are born. So that the hand you're dealt with, I guess, is the idiom I'm going for. Uh, where he was born into a family where his grandfather actually killed a cop. And it was a small town. And he had to live through that. You know, the, the name carried with it some weight that was just a burden on him that he didn't deserve. So how did he come out of that burden? How did he come away from the weight that came from a name that had a dark shadow over it? So that's his story here. So we talk about his story, his transformation, and then how he applied those life lessons and many more lessons to helping others achieve their goals as well. So sit back and relax unless you're making bouquets for that special someone and then focus on that while you listen to us. Here we go. All right. Hey, Nelson, welcome to the show, and thank you for calling in from Las Vegas, Nevada. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Jerry. I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Very excited. Uh, very uh, glad and grateful that Interview Valet connected us. Um, Tom Schwab is the owner over there, his wife, Karen. I uh, got to know them a couple years back from uh, Podcast Movement, which I'm kind of addicted to. If you haven't been there yet, Podcast Movement's like, it's like nerd heaven for podcasters, but which is perfect for Tom and myself. But that's not important. What is important is you're on the show and we're talking about your platform, uh, Six Months to Success, and uh, how that can help our listeners um, today in applying those those principles and, and the, the program. So um, with that, I, I know that you have a book that came out that you wrote, because that's kind of the whole point of you authoring a book is that you wrote it. Uh, and it's called The Unlucky Sperm Club. And <laughs> when, when I saw that title and I already heard about your story from some interviews you'd done on some other shows. Uh, I was like that, that is, yeah, that, that in essence is your story, your backdrop. Um, so, uh, just to kind of tease it for the audience, um, Nelson comes from a family where, um, you know, his, your grandfather, I believe, you know, uh, committed murder and, uh, kind of set a name and a tone for you in town, not just for you, but for everybody on the generation's, beyond that and and so uh, what i like about your story is you didn't let that just define you you said okay that's where i'm starting from and let me launch into a new life let, let's send this family tree in a different direction the the river is going to be rerouted in, in a sense and that resonates with me by the way because um i i come from a family where it's very blue collar lots of you know poverty and and the mindset of this is this is life. We're, we're going to be on SSI. We're going to be on welfare benefits. Then, and the thing to look forward to is being emancipated so you can get those benefits at 16 instead of waiting until you're 18. I'm like, that, that's no way to live. My dad doesn't live like that. Why are we living like this? And 
So um, hearing your story was like, wow, that that's an even more powerful one than mine. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. So uh, with that said, uh, tell us about, um, yeah, that event where your yeah. grandfather did what he did yeah it's it's quite the uh uh original origin story um my mom became pregnant with me when she was 15 years old and while she was pregnant with me her father who was the local trash collector in a small town uh drove into the town square there he spotted two police officers he stuck a gun out the window of his car and opened fire killing one of the police officers and critically wounding the other and he's eventually captured and brought to stand trial where he's facing the death penalty for what he has done. And my mom, during his uh, murder trial, gets up and testifies to the jury that the reason that her father had shot and killed that police officer was that that police officer had raped her. And she was now pregnant with his baby, who was me. And uh, my mom's testimony worked. Um, my grandfather's first uh, trial ended in a hung jury. The uh, second trial, uh, they, the state took the death penalty off the table, and, and my grandfather was eventually sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole, where he spent more than 40 years behind bars, leaving behind uh, his family. He had a large family of 15 children, and uh, including my mom and now me, to live in this small town mm-hmm. and deal with all the uh, circumstances that surrounded what he had done. Yeah, it wasn't just ramifications for him, I imagine. There was an impact on you and your mom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, our last name was synonymous. I mean, this is a small town of 6,000 people. So, (laughs) uh, you know, and, uh, you know, 15 of those were his children and his wife. And and, uh, no matter where you went, the the last name Trustler definitely uh, brought up, uh, you know, these, these circumstances. And especially in my circumstances of, you know, that I was that baby uh, from that trial and uh, everything that that represented. So, yeah, it was it was not uh, easy growing up in that small town where you had that, you know, cloud hanging over your head constantly. Yeah. What was it like going through school? I mean, on a day to day basis, because, yeah, you know, believe it or not, my life didn't get any easier. My mom, you know, I'm born to a 15 year old mother, which is hard enough. And eventually my mom meets a man who becomes my stepfather. And come to find out he's an alcoholic. He's very physically and emotionally abusive to me and my mom, uh, almost on a daily basis. And because of that, and because of the lifestyle my mom and stepdad are living, uh, my, my social life is in chaos. And then uh, they quickly have four children in quick succession. And, you know, my mom would rather me stay home with the kids and help her than go to school. And I remember looking down at my report card one year at the end of fourth grade and seeing, okay, I'm excited. Who, who am I going to have for fifth grade? And I look down, I see I have straight F's on my report card. And I also see that I'm not going to be going on to fifth grade. I have been held back in the fourth grade. Eventually I get placed into special ed the next year to try to get help. At this time in my life, I can't read, I can't write, I can't spell. Come to find out I have dyslexia. And uh, that's kind of how my life went for the longest time. And then one day my stepfather is walking home drunk from a bar and there's somebody else driving home drunk from that bar and they end up hitting and killing him. And it's at this time, here's my mom. She's dropped out of school in the eighth grade. She has you know, no education, never worked outside of the home. And as hard as her life has been to this point, and it's been 
brutal. Uh, she cannot figure out how she's going to take care of five small children on her own. And it's at this time that she decides that she's going to take her own life. And um, she attempts suicide. And fortunately, she was not successful. But uh, when she got out of the hospital after attempting suicide, it was at that time that my family got split up. And I went to go live with my grandmother, who is the wife of the man who shot and killed oh, the police yeah. officer. And uh, that that's for the first time in my life. Um, you know, th- there's always food in the house. Uh, the lights always turn on when you turn them on. There's always heat in the wintertime. And so for the first time in my life, I start to, you know, I, I get out of that survival instinct. And I start to really reflect upon where I'm heading and what direction my life's going. And I look and I see and I, I don't like where I'm heading. And then one day a counselor comes in from uh, the local university and they start to talk about what you need to do to get into college. And I start to think, man, if I could graduate college, my life would be easy from, from that day on. And that was my mindset then. But, you know, as soon as you start telling yourself you're going to do something that's hard, that voice in the back of your head just starts screaming at you all the reasons you shouldn't even attempt it. And I remember thinking to myself, Nelson, uh, you're in special ed. You can't read. You can't write. You can't spell. Of my mom's family, of those 15 children, only two had ever graduated from high school. None had even gone to college. And, um, you know, but my life was not where I wanted it to be. And it, it definitely wasn't heading where I wanted to go. So after that day, I started to do what I thought I needed to do to, to get a college degree. And 12 years after setting that goal, four different universities, four years in the United States Air Force, I finally became that first person in my family to graduate college and get a college degree. Nice. What would you say was the biggest motivator for you to stay on target, uh, to overcome those, those doubts? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use CapShow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Yeah, you know, my gram told me from the from the day I was born, essentially, that, hey, Nelson, you're going to do something with your life. And I loved her so much, and she loved me so much. And she told me that so often that I started to believe it. And then I wanted to do what I needed to do to prove that she was right, that I was going to do something with my life. So I think that had a lot to do with it. And I also had a lot of contrast in my life. I saw where... Uh, that type of lifestyle was going to head. And I saw what those families looked like and how they acted and and what was waiting for them. And I didn't want that for my eventual family. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I've always had in my life is that long-term perspective. And I always was looking to see, okay, where am I going to be when I'm 25? Where am I going to be when I'm 40, when I'm 50? And 
I always knew that my choices mattered. I saw that. I saw the choices that people made and they mattered whether they were good or they mattered for the for for bad, they mattered. And so I started to try to make the choices that I thought would, you know, get me the life that I wanted to live eventually. Yeah. Man, it just made me um it's probably the ADHD in me, but it got me thinking about um Strengths Finders. Are you familiar with that? Or Strengths Finder? No, uh, I'm not. Clifton no, Presser. Yeah, Clifton, I think, has, uh, it's like a battery of like 40 strengths. We have, each one of us has maybe five that are like the strongest, uh, that are our strengths. Um, and then like the top 10 are kind of the, those are always going to be the top 10. The top five may change, but it's always going to be from that top 10. Right. And so just hearing you talk, like being able to look at your history, put it into context, and then look forward into the future. Totally not related to our conversation. Just again, this is the ADHD part of me is I wonder if context is part of your core um, strengths. If you were to take a strengths finder and um, if futuristic is in there too, because you're able to look at the past, kind of piece it together and say, well, if I keep this the way it is, it's going this way. And that's not good. It's going to be like what everybody else is going through. But if I want this future and it's possible because I live in a home now where there's food every day. So I know food is possible. And I'm looking at these other folks around me and they don't have the same life I have. And, um, you know, it, it takes a lot of, I think, courage to be able to look up and look forward to see not just what you have in front of you, but also to see what's possible. And it may not be the path you're currently on. You may have to make a new path to get there. And, uh, you know, and that's obviously what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think my upbringing had a lot to do with that because the circumstances that, that I was stuck in as a child were not great. So I think one of the coping mechanisms at that time was to look forward and look for a brighter future and look for hope in the future. And then realizing that, you know, I was in control of that, that I didn't, you know, that my past wasn't necessarily my future. I didn't always have to be who I was at that point. And, uh, I think, I think that helped me to to realize, hey, it, it's out there. You just have to go and get it. And and you know that pain in in my childhood, I think, helped propel me in that direction and and strive to to do more and be more and have more. Nice, nice. Um, so then you you become the first person in your family to go to college. Uh, you did a stint in the Air Force. Uh, a little jealous. I was in the Army, so I spent my stint being jealous of those in the air force <laughs> it's like for, for good reason the air for, force was awesome <laughs> yeah it's just like we go on a deployment to kosovo and it's like uh, our guys are all like in full battle gear and like we're guarding a fence and you look on the other side of the fence and it's the air force guys playing volleyball and you're like what the heck? Why are we playing? You know what? And, and the Air Force guys are so grateful for the Army guys and the Marines yeah. and, and those guys because, you know, that, that was nothing that I ever wanted to do. So thank, <laughs> thank you guys uh, for allowing us to play volleyball. And, yeah. And you know, like we can't even hit you guys because you're so nice about it. And we're like, ah, fine, we'll keep protecting them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but so fast forward. Um, now you're the founder of Six Months to Success. Yeah, so I have two apps. I mean, we had this crazy thing called uh, 
cor- coronavirus. I don't know if anybody's yeah, heard of it. I've heard of uh, it, um. <laughs> but it kind of upset the uh, the world there for a while. And uh, one of the things with six months to success was we met in in person and in groups, and that quickly became out of fashion yeah. uh, with the virus. So we still have that program, and we're we're waiting to roll that back out, and we're rolling that actually into a Zoom call uh, like we're doing now. So it's actually going to be better. Uh, this kind of opened our eyes to that. And, and I think that's the way a lot of hurdles uh, we go through whenever we're starting a business or going through life is those hurdles actually make us grow and open up to other possibilities. So we're going to be doing that. But but in wake of all of this, we started within six months to success, there was, was the program called I Got Smarter, which is a full-blown goal achievement program. And so what we did was we broke that portion out and we put that into an app that was a standalone app that allowed people to use the program and then through the app invite a success partner into that app to have that uh you know, that person that's going to help you, encourage you, motivate you, inspire you to achieve your goals. And you're going to do the same thing for them. So it's kind of a, a, a more hands-on of using the six month to success program. Nice. Nice. And I was just about to ask what makes uh, the I Got Smarter program revolutionary. Cause I saw that on the website, revolutionary and bold. I'm like, well, what makes it revolutionary? And, and, and success partners uh, was a big part of that. And, um, it, it reminds me of, uh, I don't know if the Air Force has this concept, but in the Army, there's this concept of the battle buddy. So it's your, yeah. oh, Air Force has the wingman. Yep. There exactly. we go. Uh, so same concept, just I guess we didn't want to say wingman because we don't have planes. But <laughs> so battle buddy, it's that person who's going to go through that mission, that ordeal with you. And you're going to take care of each other. You're going to encourage each other when one of you is down. Uh, you're going to pick each other up. You're going to make sure one of you doesn't wander off into a minefield, that kind of thing. And it sounds like that's the same concept with the goal setting is that you've got this wingman or this uh, success partner that is going to. I guess they, it's another person going through the program. So it's two people trying to achieve a goal or is one of them? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's two people who are trying to achieve their own personal goals. So they, they don't necessarily need to be the same goal. They could be, you know, maybe you guys are success partners and you're both going to want to run a marathon or, or do something like that, but you're both working on your individual goals. Uh, and both of you are there to support each other. And through the app, uh, Jerry, if you and I were success partners, Every morning we have a morning ritual. So every day we want to control the morning. And and when you control the morning, you can control the day. And we want to sit down and we give gratitude. And then we learn some success principle. And and then and then we review our goals. And then we set what we need to do that day to get closer to achieving our goals. And you know, this, this process probably takes you less than 10 minutes to do, but by that time, your entire day is planned. And now you know exactly what you need to do to get closer to achieving your goals. And when I hit that, you see through the app that I've completed my morning routine. And now you, now that you see that, Hey, Nelson got his done crap. I haven't got mine done yet. I got to get in here and get it done. So now you can say, Hey, kudos, Nelson, way to get that day ready. And now you're doing yours. Or maybe by 1130, you get an alert that says, Hey, Nelson hasn't done his morning routine yet. We, you know, and now you can send me some encouragement and some motivation to say, Hey, Nelson, I see you haven't gotten that done yet. Let's get that. Let's get your morning routine done and get that day planned and make today count. So, we're all it's it's that real 
in time uh, that you're seeing when I do stuff, I'm seeing when you do stuff. And the studies out there, I mean, it goes as high as 95% more likely to achieve your goal when somebody else knows that you're doing something. And what this does is we all have bad days. We might even have a bad week. But when you have somebody in the trenches with you that is helping you achieve these goals and knows that you're what you said you were going to do, they're helping you stay accountable to what you said. You're not accountable to me as a success partner. You're accountable to yourself. So So I'm there to help you stay accountable to yourself and to follow through with what you said you're going to do. And and the results are just incredible. Nice. Now, what happens in the sense of um, like if I have a success partner and I start to notice my success partner isn't accomplishing his or her goal every day and maybe two weeks go by and now they start getting unresponsive. Uh, What's in the app that helps like, I don't know, jolt them back in or. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're there. You, you you try to get them back in, but one of the great things we do at I Got Smarter is we also work on four week sprints. Okay, and we take big, you know, huge goals, and we break. We teach you how to break those down into a four week sprint because we know annual goal setting doesn't work. Here we are. <clears throat> excuse me. In in March or April, I don't know when this will air, but. I guarantee you 90% of people have already failed or given up on their New Year's resolutions three months into it. And what they typically do from that point is they throw their hands up and they say, oh, I'll wait till next January 1st and they'll do it again. You know, 90, 90% of New Year's resolutions fail within the first couple months. So we, we do what we call four week sprints because our mind can wrap around what we can accomplish in the next four weeks. There's always urgency there. We never feel like, oh, there'll be a month, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get serious in October, November, and December to get our goals done because we know time is our most precious resource. But after that four-week sprint is done, that's when you can readjust the goals that you're going to focus on. But it's also a time to say, hey, you know, um, success partner, I love you, but, uh, you know, I need somebody who's going to be more uh, involved and and I want to be more involved with them. And that gives you the opportunity to pick a new success partner and get back involved because we, we don't want time is too precious to waste. So uh, if somebody is, you know, maybe something's come up in their lives and they can't focus on goals or they're, they're, they're moving on or something like that. We need to get back at it because, you know, our time is, is finite. I mean, I, I just watched a memorial of a friend of mine who was 54 years old and, and ended up passing away unexpectedly. And we cannot take any time for granted. So we need to do what we can in the time that we have. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's good to know that, you know, if I have a dud for a partner that I'm not bound to that dud, I can, I can go my separate way or vice versa. If I am being the dud, um, the other person's not trapped by me and um, I'll get cut loose, but they can at least, you know, find somebody who will propel them forward. I am a firm believer in goals. A, a lot of what I've achieved in life is because I, I wrote it down somewhere, whether I went back to it or not, just putting it on paper, putting it down on something physical that you can see like outside of your head onto something tangible just makes it real. It it turns an idea into something real just by writing it down or drawing a picture of it. It just, now it's a real thing. And um, then you put a structure to it. And then if you like what you're talking about with, I got smarter, 
now you're, you're making incremental steps and building momentum towards that goal. And, and then to have that partner, that battle buddy or the wingman or the success partner go through it with you. Um, it, it's like a greater mission in a sense is, is what I'm gathering from that program. Yeah. And, and, and I agree with you when you write a goal down, it, it, starts to matter. But another great thing with I Got Smarter is we actually teach you how to write down a goal that you're going to accomplish because the way your mind does it. So, you know, for example, you know, I always wanted to run a marathon and for the, for 20 years, I wrote down, I want to run a marathon and it kind of just sat there on my list. And with, I got smarter. I think there's a lot of people who do that is they write these goals, these, these fuzzy goals and our mind doesn't like fuzzy goals. And that's why so many people fail. But, you know, when you write down a goal that, you know, uh, with our strategy, you know, you take, I, I want to run a marathon to, I am a marathon runner who has run the Mount Charleston marathon on April, 27th, 2021 by following the program found in runners magazine. I mean, now you review that goal every day, or you review, I want to run a marathon. They're totally different. And that's just one way of increasing your chances of fulfilling a goal is writing it properly. And there's a bunch of different strategies and techniques that are found in the I Got Smarter program. But that's one of them. I think a lot of goal achievers fail is writing a goal properly to where your mind is actually going to work with you to accomplish it. Yeah. I think the common things I'll hear somebody say for a goal is like, I want to lose weight. Like, okay, what does that look like? Or, uh, I want to be a better communicator. It's like, okay, well, you're not doing right. And so, yeah, hearing that very specific laid out plan in, in, in past tense, I noticed it was said in past tense, I am a marathon runner or no, it's, no, it's present. It's, yeah, it's present. And you also said like, I want to lose weight. Like our, all of our goals are, are in the positive. Uh, you want to weigh a certain amount of weight. Because our mind doesn't our our mind doesn't relate well to I want to lose weight I want to quit smoking, so you you when you when you write a goal you want to do it to where you, it's already happened and it's positive that's where our mind is going to help us achieve it you're telling your mind a story and your mind doesn't really know the difference between reality and the story that you keep telling it and then your mind will actually start to figure out ways to accomplish that goal when you word it properly and you word it in the the proper tense yeah that's very interesting that um, a goal that is written in terms of i'm going to gain x as opposed to I'm going to get rid of or lose Y. Yeah. Is that it's that gaining one, that uh, achievement in a sense. Well, and it's not even I'm going to, it's I am. I am. I am yeah. a marathon runner because I'm going to never happens. It's, it's always in the future. Mm. And that's the way our brain looks at it. But when you say I am a marathon runner and I've run the Mount Charleston marathon on April 27th, your, your brain knows what you've already done and, and it's, it's working to help you achieve that. That makes sense. Uh, I know of a writer, uh, Jeff Coins. He's been on our show many, many moons ago, but he wrote a manifesto. I am a writer. Uh, and I think he wrote another one called you are a writer. So start acting like one. And I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, tie that into the goals and you're like, I am this. It's, um, yeah, declaring in a sense, this, this is the identity. This is the thing I'm achieving now. This is what I do. Yeah. I, I could, I, I see that. That makes sense. So somebody who wants to 
use I Got Smarter? Uh, they just go to like their app store or do they go to your website? Both? Yeah, you, you can go to both. You can find it at igotsmarter.com, all one word. And uh, we're actually giving away the first 30 days free of the app uh, so that you can get in there and try it out. And the great thing about this is it's only $9.99 a month. Whenever we design this program, uh, we never wanted money to be the problem. We wanted anybody to uh, who who wanted to live a better life to reach their potential. Uh, we wanted them to have that ability, and um, so we we priced it to where anyone can uh, afford it. I mean, if if your goals aren't worth ten dollars a month, you need bigger goals. So uh, so we yeah we did that, but it's also available at. Uh, uh, Apple and Android at, at the app stores. I got smarter, all one word. Uh, and I got smarter as an acronym for a lot of the things that are in the program. Yeah. And I like that there's a price tag to it, uh, because now there's skin in the game for the individual. Like if, if you just gave this thing out for free and then, you know, had it paid for through ad advertising, I don't really have any skin in the game, but if I'm paying 10 bucks a month, um, eventually I'm, can be like, wait, I'm paying 10 bucks a month for this app. Uh, hold on a sec. Let, let, let's see how, how to use it. <laughs> and, or you got a spouse who says, Hey, why are you spending 10 bucks a month on that? Use it. Um, yeah. you know, it's, I, I think there's, there's something to be said with having some sort of investment into a project. Whereas if there's no entry fee for you, there, there's no skin in the game for like, it's like, okay, I gave this up. I need to go get in this now. So you know what you, you, you touch on another strategy that we use, and I got smarter. Is every goal is associated with a positive reward mm-hmm. and a negative consequence. Oh, so every time you set a goal, uh, your four week sprint. Uh, you're going to set a positive reward that goes along with that. Like, hey, if I get to my weight uh, in this four week sprint, I'm going to go pot, buy a new pair of jeans. Okay. Um, you know, or if I don't reach my weight, I'm going to dance for 30 seconds on my YouTube channel without a shirt. You know, <laughs> oh, so you, you talk about having some skin in the game that, that you're going to have a little bit of skin in the game if you don't do that. And and these are fun things, but these are things that are going to inspire us and motivate us. Because what we found is some people run towards pleasure, like you might run towards getting a new pair of jeans, or you might run from, you know, that uncomfortableness of having to dance, you know, without a shirt on uh, your YouTube channel. So there's all these little things that go into, I mean, the end goal here is you want to accomplish your goals. And uh over my 25 years of, of being obsessed with goals and personal development, I know what's worked for people, what hasn't worked for people, what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me. And I bundled it all together and I got smarter. And it, it, really, the only way that you can fail at, at achieving your goal is if you quit. And we've tried to make it hard for you to quit and give you that mindset of not to quit. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's nice. Um it's very well thought out. I mean, you've got everything from how do you structure that goal, partnering somebody up with a success partner, um, having some positive incentive, some negative reinforcement in a sense, uh, those regular check-ins because, and then the four week sprints, you know, um, a lot of po- folks do think in terms of, um, like having some sense of finality to it, like that, that chapter's done. All right, move on to the next thing. And you know, that really makes a lot of sense. Are there any success stories that really stand out from the clients you've had? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, we had this one uh, gentleman, he came to uh, the program. Um, he was out of work. He was out of shape and really out of hope. Um, and just after three months, uh, he had lost 25 pounds, I believe, uh, was in the best shape, you know, that he could remember his relationships with his, his wife and his children were better than they had been in a long time. You know, he had been depressed because he couldn't find a job and, and couldn't stay employed when he did find a job. And then he ended up finding the, the job, you know, the job of his dreams. And, uh, he was a different person. I, I mean, he, he can't, you know, he had confidence, you know, his relationships were better. You know, he, he was worried about his health and, uh, got in, got in great shape. And it was all because he started to live life with purpose. Uh, he was pretty much just out there letting the world toss him from one you know, experience he didn't want to experience to another experience he didn't want to experience. And with this program, he finally took control of his life. He, he finally realized that his choices mattered and that he was in control. I mean, he couldn't control some of the things that happened, but he could control how he reacted to them. And by learning these, pro this program and having all these tools and the knowledge and the support, he finally started to live the life that he knew he was capable of living. Wow. That, that blows me away. Uh, because one of the things that we talk about in this or the purpose of the show is to help people get unstuck. And specifically in the areas of their faith, their family, their fitness, their finances, and future possibility. And the story you just shared by using I Got Smarter, uh, this person improved his family life, improved his financial situation because now he has a job, he has employment, and then his own fitness um, because he got into shape. He got to the fitness levels he desired and, and better. Um, and then what that does for his future possibilities is endless. Um, don't know about his faith story, but that that's between him and his higher power. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, now let's see, we already talked about where people can find that app. And then, uh, what is there a timeline about when, uh, six months to success comes back online? Yeah, we're, we're hoping that it's going to be, uh, in May, okay. uh, May is recommitment month. And we're thinking by that time, there's going to be a lot of people that, uh, that are going to need something like that to get back at it and uh, start achieving their goals and living the life of their dreams. So yeah, I think may. Nice. Now, if people want to reach out to you, uh, Nelson and say, Hey, we'd love to have you on our show. We'd like to have you at our event as a keynote speaker. What's the best way for folks to reach out to you? Yeah, they can go to nelsontressler.com uh, and find me there. Uh, and I'm on most of the social media platforms at Nelson Tressler. Not too many of us out there, so. Yeah, it makes it easier, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was really good to have you on the show and to talk through, uh, I mean, how you use goals to propel your life and overcome really what would be considered being the unlucky sperm club and, and thriving in life and now being able to pay that forward and help other people achieve their dreams and overcome their, you know, get out of their ruts, essentially, uh, using um, I Got Smarter and, um, yeah, May 2021. Um, six months to success. So awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Jerry, for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 266. There you'll find links to Nelson's website, Six Months to Success, as well as a couple of other episodes that relate to the theme of this episode. Now, the big point I want you to keep in mind is that your past does not mean you've got to be held back. 
In fact, your past could be the thing that propels you into the success and the future that you desire to have. So I hope you took that to heart. You found inspiration in Nelson's story. And also for me, I hope that you find some folks that you can share this with and say, hey, you know what? You've been through a similar story. I want you to hear what has happened to Nelson and the great things he's doing for others in the world. Maybe this will help get you thinking about your future as well. That's really the best way you can pay this show back is to pay it forward. Now, I'm glad you joined me this week, and I look forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.